Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone to another exciting episode of Between the Lines. I'm your host, IBK. Got a packed show to, to talk about today. It's the end of the season for all the other big leagues except the Premier League and um, Bundesliga. Um, Europa League happened during the week. We were talking about it. Con- congratulations to Sevilla for winning their seventh Europa League champ um, title. It's, it's theirs for the taking. Congratulations to them against Roma. We're going to be touching on that. Shout out to Man City for beating Manu. I know AY and Lisa are not so excited about it, but we have a long show to talk about. A couple of great people are leaving their clubs. Hazard, Messi, Benzema, um, perhaps Gundogan, Milner. So we're going to be touching on that. Congratulations to them. Shout out to what's happening in F1. The Spanish Grand Prix happened today also. Max continue to do Max things. And we'll wrap up with what's happening in the NBA Finals. Denver took game one at, in their home. So let me start with you, AY. What's up? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's... Uh, I mean, the, the, the season for, for football is getting wrapped up. You know, I think we have only the... Uh, Syria and um, we have um, Champions League and uh, I think it's all the European competitions to go. So I think everything ends this week, really. Uh, uh, it's been an exciting week. Um, Formula One, uh, the Eastern Conference Finals, Game Seven, and then the NBA Finals, Game One. Game Two is you know maybe in a couple of hours. Uh, the French Open, no, no huge surprises yet. So it, it's been an exciting go around. All right, Lisa. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Okay, not a bad weekend actually. Um, yeah, yeah, we missed out. We missed out on the FA Cup. Or I mean, I, I was actually expecting something like a very neat and score line, but. It was a good one, Sha. I mean, the boys, the boys gave their all. They did what they could. But I mean, this is Man City you're talking about. It is Man City, and it's a cup final. It's it's a winner takes all. You do not. It is who, who needs it more that gets to win it. So it's a, you know, it's anybody's anybody's to win and anybody's to lose. So I wasn't overly, you know, sad. But yeah, um, the the weekend was good. Uh, apart from the well. You know, ish and everything. I don't know how it is over there at your end, Bukum, but it's not really looking nice for people here. At, we're both in Nigeria now. So, I mean, to others, like everyone will not probably understand. But um, <laughs> it's not really been a good one, Sha. But we'll, we'll be fine. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Okay. Um, Ramsey is just joining us, but we'll start before he comes on. So, let's start with what happened. In- Europa League final because you know the master in European tournaments versus the master European Europa League team. So AY, take take us through the game and why did Sevilla win and why did Roma lose quickly? Uh, well, I mean <laughs> Sevilla's um, uh, Europa Empire just won four, right? Uh, not even to it the won't, It won't. Uh, it took uh, three long hours and Sevilla somehow still 
you know, extended their extraordinary dominance over this conversation. Uh, Yasin Bono, the uh, Moroccan goalie, saved uh, two kicks from uh, Ibanez and uh, Mancini. And uh, Gonzalo Montiel, who also scored the penalty that won the World Cup for Argentina, scored uh, this one for Sevilla's seventh, I repeat, seventh uh, Europa League. (laughs) Seven is a crazy number, man. But anyway, wasn't there a penalty call for Roma in that game? Oh, yeah. um, Well, I mean... um, yeah, I agree. Um, there was um, a penalty that was taken away for Sevilla too. For I think, uh, anyway, uh, Lucas Campos dive. It was like a dive. Yeah, yeah. Um, Maria was uh, upset. Um, <laughs> it was seething. <laughs> yeah, but he needs to also have a, a good look at himself. He arrested lots of players in the league because he she said he wanted to play them in the Europa League. And then after 17 minutes, he, he took um he took um Tammy Abraham off and a couple of players. So I don't I don't know. It just uh it, it, I I don't think he was prepared for it anyway, left to me. He just banged on scoring and defending, defending, defending. He needs to, he needs to stop that. I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, you need to be more attack minded in your approach. I think the game was balanced, wasn't it? I think Sevilla edged it here, but I think Roma still had their chances. Yeah, but most of their chances were maybe set pieces, you know. Well, and all. They were not, I mean, it's the same of Mourinho thing. I mean, it gets to the point. You start thinking, look, is there no other way to play? You know, the moment the baller left, the only, you know, it looked like it was only Spinazzola that was attack-minded in the old team. So, I don't know. Mourinho needs to also take a good look at himself. Yeah, uh, He will say, well, they didn't spend so much, but they signed... Lots of players on the free. Dybala was a free signing. Um, the the guy from Liverpool, I can't remember his name now. Jojo Wijnaldum was a free Wijnaldum. signing. Yeah. Is it loan? I don't know. I think it's a loan. No, no, it was a free signing. No, no, free signing. Um, Wijnaldum missed a lot of the season and then I've never seen a player come on and, and offer so little. I don't know, so... Roma have a lot of, you know, still searching to do. Mourinho has a lot of still searching to do. Uh, I don't think Mourinho is even going to PSG. So it's looking like you know, you know, Hagelsmann, Nagelsmann now. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. Uh, um. Okay. You want to say something? Yeah. That. That's it. That's it. Oh. Okay. Ramsey. Why? Why is Ramsey, is he here? Can you hear me? All right. Um, once, once you're to get back to you. So, um, um, Lisa, why does talk about Sevilla? Ewa has talked about Sevilla. Yeah. Talk about Sevilla. 
Sorry, uh, I don't know. If, I don't know if it's me, but your voice is breaking. Oh, okay. It's breaking yeah. at some point. Okay, I said, um, Lisa, talk about Sevilla. Oh, those guys, they were born for Europa. Like, so they don't mind dropping out of the UCL, like, I mean, the Champions League, to just go and play the Europa because they know that it is something that they can win. It is something that they're able to win. And I don't know, that mentality has actually worked for them for, you know, for some time now. You see, when, when we lost to, I think it was Sevilla that we lost to here, it was it you I, I already knew that this this you see this trophy this um, Europa League thing it is their thing so it was fine for us to lose to them because now then get them it's like when we say oh Madrid you know when Real Madrid when it comes to the UCL like now then get them it's just so unfortunate that Man City you know took them out this year but Sevilla they were they were good on the day it's not like like Roma played, though, but Sevilla deserved they deserve to win that game, and that was what happened. Um, so some people were saying that, um, you know, when the stats were out about how Sevilla has not, you know, they've not lost, and um, I don't know, final or was it Europa, and then um, Mourinho too has not lost a final before, and then people were watching to see who was going to um lose this time, who was going to lose. Our- this time around and it became more real and this is because Sevilla knows how to play this thing it is their best right so I wasn't really surprised when you know they went on and they won it um sorry to Mario I know that you know what you did it, it's it's quite sad I mean when you get to the final uh, like you said you said you rested players for the game and when you get to the final and you feel like oh the ref you know was you know it's making some kind of calls that weren't in your favor I do not blame him for accosting the ref, but it wasn't a good one. But we know Mourinho now. We know how how, um, how his temper can be when he's really, really vexed. He thought he actually prepared himself that he was going to win it, and he unfortunately for him it didn't happen. And this was this is because maybe probably didn't know that this is severe. Like this, this, these are the guys. They are the ones. This is theirs. Maybe if he had done better. And even before I even got to this final self, there was one start that I saw, one game that he played. I think it was the second. Okay, he had already won. I think it was the semis. He had already won the first leg. And then the second leg, there was no single shot on target. And I don't think there, were, there, were, there wasn't any chances created. And people were like, what kind of boring football is Mourinho even playing? Why is he always sitting on his, um, on his goalposts? Like, players will just be at back defending for their lives. And they do not even create any chances. Like, no shots on target. No, it was really a terrible one. So, um, too bad that I could not, you know, nick the trophy. Yeah, and good one for Sevilla, obviously. I mean, mm-hmm. and then they also would, um, you know, courtesy of winning the um, trophy, they will make it to the ACL. So, we are going to have like five reps from um, Spain. Yeah, good one. All right, all right. Okay, let's, let's segue to the FA Cup final. Um, what happened? What happened, AY? Oh well, I mean, uh, well, I mean, the the divide, like, I mean, clearly, I mean, City are the better side. I mean, exactly. Man for man, City are better players. City is a better coach team. Sub for sub. Yeah, City is a better coach team. Um, I believe Sir Degia was horrible yesterday, as usual. Is, is kicking ah, was poor. Which is as usual. 
was yeah, it horrible? Yes, as usual. Was it okay? It was, okay. but which it was as usual? He gave, okay, he gave he gave away the ball time ball. and time again to the players. All right. That's 100% on him because sometimes, you know, there are no runners to give the ball to. Uh-huh. I know. That's why I said it's not 100% his fault. The first goal, even though, I mean, it looked a bit surprising. It's, I think he should have done better. The ball was pretty close to him. No. The second one, again, Did you see the power and the swell? Hmm? Did you, you see the power and the swell? You can watch it as many times as you want to. That's a volume. Say that. That's a volume. Keepers, okay. That's a full volume. Okay. Or how, how did they even say okay, let, okay, let's give him the first one. The second, the second one, one is the one that I will not agree with. I agree. Okay. No, I agree with that one. No. Okay, the second one. Yeah. yeah. So, how do, you, how do you blame the guy for that second goal? How? So it's not his, not his fault. You don't want this goalkeeper anymore. It is fine. But how do you blame him for that second goal? He didn't see it at, on time. There were okay. sea of red, like a red sea in front of him. He didn't see it on time. And I didn't even expect that guy to shoot from there. Yeah, they are professionals. He probably should expect it. But trust me, that was difficult. I'll give that goal to Gondoran and not blame the goalkeeper. I think there was absolutely nothing he could do to that ball. Even the first one, you guys just want to see the back of your goalkeeper. And I feel that you guys are going to regret it because that guy, there's a reason he's been Manu's best player for how many seasons now? Really? But it's fine. All the best. But you guys played very well yesterday. Just happened like that. If McTominay had scored that last minute, Eda or Varane, probably would have been a draw and then just caught them by surprise. But you guys did very well. It was a fine thing. I enjoyed it. Okay, I mean, I like I said, I still feel the guy had a bad game. All you have to do is go to every football site and watch the player ratings, and I don't think anyone gave the VR five about ten yesterday. So, where your the guy is doing well theory is coming from, I don't know. We all know the guy. The guy is a good shot stopper. His problem is the kicking, right? And yesterday, his shot stopping was not good enough for the second goal, and his kicking was horrible. So how do you then say the guy had a good game? When what he's known for, he couldn't deliver, and the and his you know the things his no his weaknesses were also exacerbated. So, but I mean, other fans were always oh the guy's a good goalkeeper. Well, he's on a free. Go for him, right? He's good, right? He's on the free, so go sign him. Simple. What? Okay. Then... <laughs> so, um, Ramsey. I mean, you guys keep saying, oh, he's a, he's a good goalkeeper. Go sign him. He's available on the free. How come no one is trying to sign him? Uh, Tottenham need a goalie, right? So, let them go sign him. He's a good goalkeeper, right? So, I mean, that's all I'll say. Um. So that I mean, with regards to the FA Cup, that that's all I was. I mean, United just didn't turn up. Sancho was poor. Fred was poor. Ericsson was poor. Rashford was poor. But well, well, poor. Um, it was just. I mean, I think the only the only few players covered themselves in you know minimal glory. Maybe Casemiro. I think the defenders were okay. They were okay. Ganacho. Yeah, yeah, Ganacho was was quite 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 energetic and impressive. So 
you see when people come and say oh you don't need mason mount and i'm like have you seen the united team they don't run there's no energy but that mason mount so i'm still skeptical about that guy honestly if you're skeptical about mason mount from from the transfer fee point of view I, I, I get it's not it. even the transfer. But, I really don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'll just go and watch him. But if you, if you, if, I really if don't you know. See, I mean, the worst, the worst form of Mason Mount has energy to run around the pitch for 90 minutes. We don't even have anybody that can do that beside Casemiro. Everything cannot do it for 90 minutes. Fred, I don't know. Fred is just, Fred is Fred. Fred Medivo. So I don't I don't know why people are against signing Mason Mount. But anyway, it just it just shows United needs, you know, lots of investment in the squad. Um that's that's I agree with. But the Mason Mount one, I don't know. I don't agree with that one. I mean, there are other options, so many options in the market. And I You can't you can't judge uh, Mason Mount's career based on his English. Um, we've had enough of these English players are big. We've had enough of them. What they do is come and then flop. I'm tired of them. And look at what Chelsea is demanding from us. I, yeah, I, I really, I, I hope that's a joke. Yeah, that's why I, I said that's first, a joke. If, if it's from a transfer fee point of view, then of course I get it. I mean, the transfer fee. If it's for 30 million, of course, I'll take him. No. All right. All right, guys. Okay. Um, let me let let's let's let me ask this question to to Ram, to Ramsey quickly. Uh, so, what do you think? Um, I'll ask Ramsey, and then you guys can also chime in. So, what do you think um, in terms of next season? Manchester United need. That's the first question. I'll ask you, Ramsey. Then, Ay or or Lisa. Let me ask you a Man City question. With Kovacic agreeing terms with um, with Man City. Oh, you know, how does that help Man City going forward? So let me ask you first, Ramsey. What what does Man you need going forward, and what does um, with with Kovacic signing for Man City? That's you, Lisa. How does that help Man City? Well, it feels like you're instigating something, asking me about Manchester United, considering the fact that these guys are still uh, reeling from their defeat of yesterday. But then, really, they had, a, they had an amazing season, trust me. They got a new manager and uh, not even making excuses for anyone in a new league, coming from the Dutch league, which I really don't think it's that competitive. And then he came to Manchester United, and um, yes, he struggled at first, but then uh, he found his feet, and uh, they won a cup, they won the Carabao Cup, uh, they got to the final of the FA Cup. I, I don't know what the uh, KPI was at the start of the season back in August, but I'm sure that they could have asked him to go and win the league, probably qualify for Champions League, maybe, or top six, trust me, top six. But for the club, for their pedigree, yeah, maybe top four, and then maybe compete very well in these domestic cups, and then probably uh, compete very well in the, in the uh, Europa League or probably win Europa League. Then he got to the quarterfinal of the Europa League, uh, won a domestic cup, qualified for Champions League. Uh, what else do you want him to do? So right now, let him go get his players. I feel there's this nepotism about Eric Ten Hag a little bit. When I look at uh, Wegos, I look at uh, Tony Tatula, I look at uh, his selection sometimes. But then every manager is like that. 
So if, if he's working for him, uh, give him his players. So uh, one thing I really want him to stop doing is going to the media to chat shit about some people spending money. He spent money too. Uh, he spent money too. Uh, it's not his fault. It's not anyone's fault that he spent 100 million on somebody that's like a rotor uh, that is not really delivering on the number. So that's entirely his fault. It's not anyone's fault. So going to the market, get what you need. Um, maybe someone in the midfield uh, to cover up for Ericsson going to the Champions League now, you're going to be playing a lot of games. And then uh, in defense, maybe uh, well, Ari Maguire has to go. It doesn't measure up at all. Uh, Lindelof is fine. I saw him yesterday again. Uh, he can carry the ball. I, I think they don't trust him enough. Uh, Licha is going to come back, an amazing defender, a warrior of it. I think he's, their, he's one of their players of the season. If they're pick, picking a player of the season, they're probably going to go for Rashford. But I think um, Lisandro Martinez has a very fine shout. Very, very fine shout. So for next season, if they are looking for what to do, I think maybe get someone again in case of injury. I'm not sure about Tari Malasia. I've seen that guy play many times and I sincerely do not understand what the hype is about that guy. So probably someone at left back. Since Luke Shaw is um, doing it in centre-back sometimes, then on the right, so Amisaka is the best defender when it comes to one-on-one defensively. But offensively, yeah, I saw some. I uh, was trying to do all that inverting nonsense yesterday, but I don't think it's for him. I think it's just stay there. Where you want to defend is the man. Where you want to go out, you need someone else. I, I don't understand that Dalo guy. But upfield up is where they actually need what they need to do. They need a striker. And then your man is a or Victor Simen, either of those two, or Lauvik from Juventus, I don't know, either of them, I think that is where they need to do. That is that is what they need. They need a striker, someone that can put the ball in the net. Wide uh, areas, they already have Rashford, they have uh, Ganacho that is coming up, came in yesterday with all the energy, amazing player. Uh, Martial should go. I think that guy is done. I don't understand what he's even doing. He should go. And then uh, on the other side, I think uh, Anthony, well, is going to grow into the league. Probably if you get someone to talk to him to play football and stop doing five-a-side kind of thing, yeah, fine. Uh, Wegos is going to go back to wherever he came from. Basically, what they need to do, they need a defensive cover. They, they think they need a goalkeeper. Okay, yes, they need a goalkeeper. They need a center forward, really, because their major problem, their major, major, major problem is putting the ball on the back of the net. Because last season, if Rashford is not scoring, Fernandez is not helping out, and then that's all. They're not scoring. That means they're playing 0-0 or they're losing. We saw that play out too many times. They had a very fine season, and if they really want to be the bump next season, they need someone that can put the ball in the back of the net. They need a striker, basically. One major thing that they must not miss out, and they must not miss it in this window, is a striker. And then they can compete in the uh, new season. Even though I do not wish them well, I do not hope they do well, but if they get a striker, then Manchester United should be a team to watch out for. All right. Um, um, Lisa, Kovacic to Man City. Uh, Thank you, Ron. Okay, okay. Uh, I think it was just another one. Uh, I mean, well, I think they're trying to, like, kill two birds with a stone there. Because, number one, uh, uh, Gundogan is uh, is out of contract in, in you know, by June ending, right? June 30th, it's going to be out of contract. Um no doubt about it. In the last um, two months, I would say Gunagan has been their best player, even better than Alan. You know, so Pep is trying to make sure, you know, he signs a new deal, but there's every possibility he won't sign. 
right? So if he doesn't sign, then Kovacic is like a ready-made replacement for him, a younger ready-made replacement for him. Uh, that's the first bird. The second bird is that Calvin Phillips had, you know, an an e- injury-laden season, right? So is this not the second case, season? This Calvin Phillips first season. Uh, in case that happens again, then you have Kovacic. So it's it's sort of, you know, like I said, killing two birds with a stone. Uh, Chelsea are ready to sell Kovacic. He has a year left on his deal. If you don't cash in now, then it's going to go free next season. They need to sign a couple of players in that middle. And they feel Kovacic is one of those players they could move and get some money for. So that's the logic behind signing Kovacic for, for Pep. Really. One thing I like about this Kovacic potential signing is that um, as another guy that has more retention than insane ball sticks, he plays, you know, in that ball retention case, you can look at someone like uh, Modric and you realize that him and Modric and Brozovic in that um, Croatia midfield, it's always, it's always, it's always amazing how they play well. Attack, yeah, they are not so good as they used to be. But in that midfield, is almost always, any team they play against is almost always a lockdown. And Kovacic also is a great part of it. And him coming to Chelsea, he has shown it. Yes, in the last one or two seasons, he's been on and off. But this just adds to Man City's depth and it's going to make Man City continue to be, you know, one thing I like about them is that they, they continue to be dynamic. So they are not static. They are not having the same players for the last 100 years. They keep on changing, keep on evolving. And it's going to still be difficult for their competition to, yeah, to keep up with them. So good luck to, good luck to Man City next season. Congratulations to them for winning the FA Cup. Uh, like I tweeted yesterday or so, Mundukan is just like that. AY and Ramsey, you know what I'm talking about. It's just like that um, clutch player, like, you know, they say in, in, in American sports balance, you know, at the business end of the season, at least for the last two, three seasons, he's just been that guy when they needed a run, even two seasons ago, he came, scored 11 goals or so in like 15, 16 games. And then this last season, so he did, came up big with big goals. And then this season again, he's come up with big goals. He has scored like six or seven goals in the last four or five games, four or five weeks and stuff. It's absolutely phenomenal what that guy does. He he actually brings home the bacon. And I don't I I think they might keep him for one more season. A lot of the folks want him. But let's see how he goes, man. Let's see how he goes in the coming days. Okay, so let's segue to well, we've had we've had a number of players that are. Um, leaving clubs, Hazard, his contract was terminated. I've heard it's been terminated in, uh, as in the cons- conversation has been since March. Ancelotti was done a long time ago with him and they terminated Real Madrid released a statement. It was, it's, it's the worst signing in, at least in modern Madrid history. You guys agree? Is it unanimous? That's okay. Are, are we in agreement? Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Well, his captain, Benzema, also played his last game 
today we didn't start letting the VAR score the penalty for his last game. And then a few minutes later, he left the pitch. It was standing ovation. He was, a, was emotional. Mm. So let's start with Benzema. What do you guys have to say about this? Yeah, let me start with you, Polly. Polly, welcome. Benzema in Real Madrid. 14 years, five Champions Leagues, a host of other titles. He had 25, 25 trophies. 25 trophies. Staggering performance. What's your take on, on Benzema? Uh, uh, no doubt, quality player. Uh, I actually feel he has maybe one more season with Madrid at the top level. Uh, but it seems it's just time for him and with 200 million a, a year uh, at 35 years I think I won't say no to that it's just um, I think it's, it's a new challenge for him he's ready for it he can still give two seasons in the, in the new league but <laughs> uh, it's a new challenge now it is okay. because no more stress no more too much is there no more stress you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a different thing because imagine Benzema playing another season in Madrid at this highest level it's just going to be for that at that age you know but it's, it's, it's a nice it's a nice one and uh, more trophies to win I wish him all the best it's a good one and we're just wondering who's going to replace him now um, but let's let's watch and see <clears throat> So, Lisa, does 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 Real Madrid go for Harry Kane now? You know that would be like the best uh, option for them. I mean, going for Harry Kane, I think I saw that news somewhere. Uh, well, they can afford it, and he will fit into he will fit into that set of like like Benzema never left. Then Harry Kane is that one person that you can call upon to, you know, step in. For someone like him, Benzema, so it would it would be a very good choice. But the question is: Is Arikan ready to go? Is he ready to leave England? Is he ready to leave Tottenham? Is as would he want to go to Madrid? Is that where he wants to go to at his age? Well, if that's where he wants to go to, yeah, so it would be a bad one for him. The question is: Yeah, like I said, Madrid, you've got the money, uh, and yeah, if he goes there, at least we'll finally get to win a trophy. Because <laughs> I don't think he's been able to do that Tottenham. So yeah, it would be a good choice for Arikan. Goes there, he wins the trophy. I mean, he doesn't really need to do more. Just put the ball into the net, and that's all. Yeah, good one for him if he goes, if he decides to go. So we're just getting a report that Karim is signing a three-year deal with Saudi club out Etihad, six hundred forty-nine, million dollar contract. Ridiculous. Sorry for who? Benzema, please. Oh wow. Oh, that... Alicia, yeah. Wait, I yeah, okay, that's the uh, the one that won now. That's the club that won the league. I mean yeah. that Ronaldo's. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. oh, makes sense. Makes yeah. you wonder oh, where please where, let him go. Where Messi is gonna go. So I don't I want <laughs> MLS, MLS. No, he might go there too. He might go there too. And play oh, where uh, somewhere. Somebody has money that they are not using. <laughs> Alila, Ronaldo's Ronaldo's club or the one where Benzema is going? Which one? One of the them. third one. There will be a Which, third. Do, they have fourth. a third one. Yes. I thought it was just two of them. Yeah, there will there will be a third. There will be a fourth. You know. So it's going to be fascinating. What you know in the coming days, what we see. Messi too has left PSG. Congratulations to him. 
couple of trophies. Is it going to remain in, 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 in Europe? Is it going to MLS? Is it going to um, Saudi Arabia? Is Madrid? Or Barcelona. Or is it, yeah. Is, or Man City. Nah, it's not going to Man City. It's not going to Man City. <laughs> it's not going to Man City. Where does Messi they do anything, in fact? Where does Messi go from here? Where does who? Messi. Uh, I mean, it depends on what he wants. I think uh, Messi has, you know, handed the the right to go wherever he wants to go. If he wants to go to Argentina, he can go to Argentina. If he wants to go to MLS, he can go. He doesn't owe anybody any anything anymore. Uh, but of course, at this stage of his career, things like this, uh, you know, comes down to many factors. Uh, one is maybe money. To the family, okay. I mean, he has a, a little family there. Where do they want to live? Do they want to have they missed Barcelona so much that they want to go back there? Uh, and if he wants to go back there, what's, what's the fee that works for everyone? Uh, he's going to be on a free, so Barcelona don't have to pay a fee, but we know they don't have to pay a lot of money in terms of salaries and all that. So, that he has also factored that in. Does he want to go to Saudi Arabia and make more money for the family? Uh, will the family like it there? Uh, does he want to come to the US? Uh, does he want to end it all in Argentina? Does he want to come to like go to Nigeria? He, he can mm-hmm. do where he wants to go. So, I mean, I think he has earned the, the 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 right to go anywhere. Really, anywhere he goes, he's going to be fine by everyone. Of course, if he goes to Saudi Arabia, I'm going to laugh at uh, Olu Ashegu, who was and Ramsey, who were making jokes at Ronaldo for going to Saudi Arabia, calling him finished and all that. And now the same Saudi Arabia is trying to get Messi to go there, and everybody's like, "Oh yeah, it's a good move." I mean, I said it well, there. I, I didn't laugh at Ronaldo. I said it. I didn't laugh at Ronaldo. I said I'm a big Ronaldo I fan. I, I, I didn't laugh at Ronaldo. I said when Ronaldo was, I said he probably just wants to make more money. He, you don't know his spiritual ambitions. I said it then, and everybody was like, "Oh, I'm just." I'm yeah, I wasn't part of. I wasn't part of those people that laughed. You mentioned that. I don't know what the obsession is with Ramsey. Anyway, one or two fans abused listeners. Abused. Yeah, yeah. There was a fan that that even abused me and said, "I'm like, uh, I don't want to mention the politician's name, but." Uh, <laughs> yeah, the point. I uh, like it. It's a supporter that is all about the old school and all that stuff. I want to support someone through thick or thin, even when they're wrong. But here we are, lo and behold. Lo and behold. Messi <laughs> yeah. So, we'll see how that goes, anyway. Yeah. All right, all right, all right, all right. Do you think that this, do you think that this will help the league in anything? This, this, um, uh, this, let me ask you, Ramsey. What's the question? The question is all these all these um, older players, all you know, great stars of, of football that are moving down to their league in you know in their twilight years. Do you think it will help the league up, you know? I, yes. I, don't, I don't I don't think so. I don't think so. And this is why I remember a time that Russia had this funny money that they were signing people for arm robber salary, uh, like uh, Eto at that time. Uh, they signed Ork, I think one guy from Villarreal that, that, uh, that looks like a wrestler, that's Cameroonian guy. They got some players then, and then 
uh, I think the league crashed after just one season because they couldn't maintain their salary. Yes, there is oil money in Saudi, a lot of things, but I do not think they have enough marketing that is going to sustain that league. I don't think so. And then, yes, you mentioned that, uh, I just mentioned that a lot of people were saying sorts about Ronaldo at that time. It is still not attractive enough. It is going to be, look at MLS. Let's just start with MLS. Remember the days of David Beckham and Cole going to the MLS at that time. Uh, is MLS still popular now? Do people still go to the MLS? Do you still think, do you still want to stay up to watch MLS? No, I think it's going to be the same with Saudi Arabia. It's just for now. Yeah, Benzema has done, Benzema has, he has also had the right to go to anywhere. So if he's, if he's going to Saudi Arabia, yes, fine. You will not see a, 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 a player in his, at his peak. You will see him go to Saudi Arabia. It is not possible. You will never see, apart from Carlos Vela, I do not think there is any other player that we know at his peak that has gone to MLS. No, you won't see that kind of thing, except for all these hungry African players that you know that they are like 10 years older than uh, what they say they are. If Thomas Partey gets a, uh, an offer from Saudi Arabia today and it goes, I will understand because it's probably closer to 50 than 40. I can get it. <laughs> so, but then for a player like, uh, mention any other player to speak or that is getting to speak to go to Saudi Arabia. I don't see that happening. It is not going to happen. Europe is still where the, uh, where the thing is happening right now for footballers. Nobody's going to go to Saudi Arabia. And then the only, okay, look, Amodric, maybe, she won't stay in Real Madrid for one more season. Okay, maybe, Sergio Ramos, I can understand. They can go have, uh, start a, uh, a pensionaire kind of league in Saudi Arabia, but it is still not going to be popular. It is still not going to be a league where people want to rush to, it's not the Silicon Valley. It's not happening. It is not happening. And that's, and that's on period. All right, so um, finally, for our football segments, um, there's been something going on on Twitter, you know, social media, especially, especially among the Nigerian fans. Syria Awards came out, um, Paradona won the MVP, our boy, Osuna won striker of the season, um, the defender of the season was um, Kimi J, and I think the midfielder was... Um, so um what's what's your take on what's your take on um Oshime not getting the best player of the season for Syria um for Lu they are mad they are stupid and foolish you should get lost <laughs> uh, well is it a risk okay. sorry to go and you know nobody argued about it because he was the best player in Syria. So I don't think it's a racist thing. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's a racist thing too. I think um, Oshiman missed portions of the of the of the season. He played up to thirty and, games, right? Yeah, he did. I don't think thirty games. No, no, I don't think so. Syria has just thirty four. Ay. So what's the point of him playing when he's not making an impact? There's no point. It's no, okay. If you feel if my opinion is not valid. It's, it's no, why? No, 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 no,
Ashima missed portions of the of the season. And of course, I'm not disputing the fact that he was very influential. You can't also discard, you know, the influence of the Georgian. And I don't think it's about racism, really. I think it's about who was there all through more than, okay, who was the IS, IS goal scorer. I think that's just it. it. It doesn't have to be, you know, construed as, oh, it's a racist decision. But... I don't know if they had given a shimmer, I don't think anyone would have complained. Same way to me, the way they've given the Georgian, I don't see why anyone should complain. I don't think that Napoli would have won the title without the Georgian either. The same way they wouldn't have won the title without Shimon. So it was it was gonna go that way anyway. So but naturally as Nigerians, we, we wanted our boy to win. So we're upset, which is fine. So that's just it. Napoli won't have won the league without him. Without the judge too. So Polly, do you agree with AY? Well, yeah, personally, I, I'm not always just about the goals. Um we, I think we need to be able to put a, a yardstick to the amount of games you can you play and all of that, but still, um I don't think I don't think with the goals that's that's enough to to for Oshima to win that to win it. So I think it's just it's just fine the way it is. It's not it shouldn't be always about the goals. It's about the impact and uh, how the player carry the team and his performance every game. So maybe if we find a um, maybe a stick to the number of games and the performance you get again, but. Uh, I think it's just fine the way it is. All right. Um, Lisa, finally, should, do you agree? Should um, Oshimed have been the best player in Syria? Won that award? Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, oh. I do agree. The other award I went to the cover guy, I actually felt like um, Oshimed should have won it, but, you know, since they already got that one, I felt it was even because the other guys, the Georgian character was, it was really impactful for Napoli as well. It wasn't just, it was, sorry, it wasn't, it was not just Oshime. So yeah, it deserved it. Like, it was very, um, it was very, it was an important person for Napoli this season. And I'm very sure that it will be sad to see him leave if he does leave. He, he was able to bring back that trophy to, you know, to, Nap- to the Naples fans. Yeah, and that was a good one. It was a good award. It was a deserving one to that. All right. Okay. So let's let's segue from football to Formula One. So anyway, what happened in the Formula One today? Oh yeah. Um uh, first things first, my <laughs> my own boy, <laughs> Charles Leclerc. Uh he had to start the Grand P from from the pit lane after Ferrari made changes to his car overnight. He he qualified 19th and uh, he was com- convinced there was uh, an issue with his car. So Ferrari confirmed just before the race that they had made changes to the rear end of the car uh, so that, you know, an investigation could be you know, carried out at the team headquarters later, later during the, the week. So he had to start uh, from the pit lane uh, so obviously, I mean, <laughs> that meant he wasn't going to do anything. He wasn't going to be on the podium for sure. 
Uh, I don't think I've ever seen Lecoq start from the back and end up on, at, at the pit. Uh, <laughs> or you just like it? He's actually a very good driver. He was the best driver in Formula 2 before he joined Formula 1. So I don't I don't know. He's just having same thing as Verstappen, but it's just he's just really struggling right now. Uh to the results itself, uh Max Verstappen, you know, outpaced the Mercedes, the Mercedes duel to win the Grand Prix. Uh it's it's nice to see the a potential Mercedes resurgence. And I mean that that makes you feel maybe it's gonna be more competitive this year. Uh, that meant Hamilton came in at second, and Russell third. Russell went from the twelfth to finish third, and that was very 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 impressive. Uh, Sergio Perez of Red Bull was fourth. Signs was Signs of Ferrari was fifth. Uh, the Aston Martin duel sixth and seventh. So. I mean, it's just is to be fair. I think it's going to be Verstappen's title again, but it looks like Mercedes are backing it. It looks like they're gonna they're gonna give it a you know they're gonna make it more competitive than than we assumed it was gonna be a couple of weeks ago. Because uh, at the moment, uh, Red Bull leads with uh, two eighty seven. And Mercedes have got 152, Aston Martin 134, and uh, Ferrari got 100. So, I mean, we know Verstappen is going to win and we know it's going to be Red Bull, but at least it is nice to see Mercedes back in it. All right, all right. So, so, so Max Verstappen wins the Spanish Grand Prix, right? Yeah. Um, let's 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 wrap up with what's happening in the end. Um, Ay. Oh, okay, yeah. The NBA finals. Oh, I think we should talk about uh, the 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 Eastern finals first, right? Uh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, because we had we had Game Seven on 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 Sunday, on yes. Monday. Monday yes. night. So. Yeah, let's talk about it. Yeah, so yeah it was a no-show. Your team didn't come to the match. So. Uh, well, obviously, uh, obviously, I mean, Jalen Brown and Al Offer. Jason Tatum is not the match. Can you guys... Uh, well, have, can you guys well Jason, Jason Tatum got a foot injury at the start of the game, yeah. so yeah. I think I think we could make we could we could make some excuses for him though throughout the series it wasn't also all that Jalen Brown can't pass can't shoot just yeah Al Offord makes the dumbest fouls uh you know and you know when I knew we were gonna lose this game uh Jimmy Butler starts in the second quarter right and he sat for about seven minutes and in those seven minutes, we bled 18 points. Like Duncan Robinson hits a three when Michael Smart gets smashed by a great screen from Bam. Uh Edward I. Smith picks Tatum clean and goes coast to coast for a dunk. Uh Gabe Vincent hits a, a contested three, uh, I think by Grant Williams. Uh Smart tries a crazy love pass to Jalen Brown against the Miami zone. 
pass it to people's hands, it's the backboard and it's a back, you know, fast break for Miami and Caleb, Caleb Martin, it's a three. Kyle Lowry runs a pick and roll with Bam. Smart goes under the screen. Lowry makes a three. Just dumb moves back to back. And we bled 11 points. So at that point, I just knew, ah, nah, we ain't going to win this. <laughs> I, I just knew we're not going to win it. Uh, so that was that to game one itself. I mean, what can we say? I mean, <laughs> no one can stop joking. It's, yeah, it's yeah. Just, is it the best player in the league now? 100%. 100% because Bam can't do it at the same time. The thing is, that thing where the Lakers had Rui Achimero on Joker so that AD could do other things, and even that didn't work, right? Miami don't even have that. So, if they get too close to Joker, he's just going to find someone in open space. I, 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 think, to... I yeah, I think that, that that would be the best thing. Don't make make Joker a scorer. Let him go and score forty five and have maybe nine rebounds and four assists. I think it's better for him that way, that um, for Miami that way for that for him to score twenty five, have fourteen rebounds and nineteen assists, because it's going to kill you more with that. In this game, he took 12 shots, made eight of them. So it was supremely efficient. I just I don't see how they can stop him, no matter what, really. Because if they go too close to him, he's just going to keep finding other people free, and that's going to be worse. If, if they allow him to play his game, he's just going to keep shooting over everyone because he's just, he's just bigger, bigger than everyone on there. So I, I don't see... I mean, Miami might get one game, but... I don't see how they're gonna get more than a game. Do you think? Uh, do you think Spolstra can come up with something? Yeah, that's why I said maybe they'll get one game. Okay, <laughs> but I don't see how they can get more than one game because they've played someone like you know Jamal Murray before. So I know they can tackle people like Jamal. I mean, Jamal Murray is not as good as Jamal Murray is not as good as Jason Tatum, right? Mm-hmm. So. Uh, and I see. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. No, it's not. As, no, it's definitely not as good as Jason Tatum. What I'm just saying is, people like Jamal Murray are players Miami have met on their way to the finals, and they've handled them, but they've not met someone like Jokic. So that's that's the problem. So they don't I mean, have unless, size. Size bother is bothering them, and this guy. Yeah, has, unless, yeah, yeah. Unless unless you can give. Uh, yeah, bam, I did buy five more inches. I don't, I don't see how you're going to do it. And, <laughs> and, you know, you've got KCP, you know, making it rain. you got, you got, you know, Aaron Bruce Gordon. Brown. Bruce Brown. Yeah, yeah. Brown, Aaron Gordon. All this, I mean, it, it's a, it, it's going to be a cakewalk, really. But, so that that's just it. Oh, okay. Okay. Let's, let's wrap up with a couple of coaching car- carousel that's happened in, in the NBA. Nick Noss moving to Philly. Um, um, Sons, I said Sons, sorry. Monty signing the greatest contract in <laughs> NBA history. You know, um, Bob Myers leaving. So what's, what's happening next season? What happens next season with all this quality moving around? Of course, 
we know Emil Duca has moved to has gone to the to the Rockets, and then I hear this week that he coached a couple of his assistants that were with him in the Celtics. Anyway, I mean, well, I mean, it's the thing is the way the NBA is right now. If you don't, I mean, if you have just one bad season, you're out. So, I think teams like uh, the Rockets are so poor that they just they just feel the only way is probably to get their young players better coached and see how it goes from there, right? Which which makes sense on its own. The the Monte deal to um to Detroit. I, I don't I don't, yeah, I don't see that guy is yeah. a cash out man. <laughs> yeah because I don't I don't see what is going is gonna achieve there because the team is so poor. I, I don't know. They try to there's no yeah, but they're too young. So they try to improve the team via, you know, maybe the the uh, the lottery, and it hasn't really worked. So uh, anyway, like like everyone should just go and do the job. As I said, let's just go there, do your job. Because if you don't do it, I mean, it reminds me of the the Yanis stuff that happened after. They lost to Miami, right? And Yanis came out and was like, "Oh, you can lose, you can do this." It's, I mean, the the the, uh, the team had not won a title for decades, and we did it. And I'm like, "Look, no one is going to complain if Milwaukee lost to the Celtics, right? Or if they lost to Miami because of one last shot or something that went in." The point is, Miami wiped the floor with Milwaukee, yeah. So and uh, but, and, but, that but, should, and that shouldn't be happening, right? Because <laughs> yeah. yeah, because if let, let me give an example. If 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 I get into a, a scrimmage with Mike Tyson and I beat Mike Tyson and he's coming out and saying, Oh, sometimes you win some, sometimes it's gonna look stupid because you shouldn't be losing to me in a scrimmage. That's just it. That's so true. yeah, so just 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 do your job. You oh. get, so just do your job. That's why you get paid. And when you don't do your job, you're gonna get all the criticism. That that's just how it works. Uh, you get all the praise when you win. Sometimes you don't even deserve all the praise, but everybody's gonna run and say, "Oh, Yanis is this, Yanis," because because it's Yanis, right? So when you also lose, you should take it. So that's that's the same thing that should apply here. Uh, if if Detroit gets a lot better, then we praise Monty. And if they don't, then it's hmm. gonna get fired. And, and cash out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just it, yeah. Oh, 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 all right. So tonight, um, game two of the NBA finals is happening. Who wins who wins tonight? Quickly. Uh I think they have a good either. I think they were gonna win tonight. I I I I think so, but because I so, because I saw that um, there are three major shooters in the last game that Miami hit had only six points and they played in 67 minutes. You know, when you look at their minutes combined, and I don't think they'll give them only six points tonight. I think by game three, Tyler Hero will be back. He started doing scrimmages, and that is just a nice bullet off the bench. Nice ammo to have off the bench. Yeah, if it's if it's fit, if 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 his uh, final final 
NBA Finals fit. It's it's wanting to be fit to play. It's wanting to be NBA Finals fit, right? Because we're in the finals now, and he's missed, you know, too much, too much time. He's missed, he's missed virtually the old playoffs. Mm-hmm. So it's wanting to be fit. It's wanting to be fit enough to play the the Nuggets. So. But anyway, I, I get you. I mean, he has something to offer. Let's see what he has to offer. So. Oh, all right. Okay. Thank you very much, Ewai. Thank you very much, Vlashek. Um, Ramsey and everybody and Lisa and Folu that was joining us here. Thank you very much. Make sure you check us out on all podcast platforms. My name is Ibukun. This is Between the Lines. Thank you very much and good night.